Okay. Welcome, everyone. I haven't done a live for a long time, so I'm super stoked to get on here and do this. If you hear a little wind in the background, it's it's windy here in Laramie, which is kind of its MO. So that's just what I guess you get when you live in the Plains State. But today we're going to be talking about, well, if you're basically, if you're interested in getting into the outdoor industry in some way or another, particularly with me, I'm going to be going over what that actually looks like and how to actually do that. And this is going to be seven ways as well as a bonus way to diversify your income if you are going to go down this route. So say you want to do van life, say you want to do what I do. This is going to help. This is going to be kind of your generalized road for getting into that thing. Okay. Now, one of the things, the reason why there's seven is because it's incredibly important that when you're doing this, that you diversify your income. The reason is, is because at any moment, any of these things can and likely will dry up or be reduced. For example, what happened to me last year was one of the brands that I was working with cut their budget and I was, I was out for a couple months. They ended up hiring me back on because, you know, I'm just such a dang good creator. <laughs> no, I don't know. But they ended up hiring me back. But for a couple months there, I wasn't getting a significant amount of money that I was depending on. And that kind of freaked me out a little bit. And that really made me try dive into more of these seven. So the first thing I think people now, what this is going to be again is it's not going to be saying, hey, you need to go back to college and get this so-and-so degree. It's going to be more of the fact like you, these are going to be ways that you do, you don't need a degree to do any of this stuff. You just need to basically learn the skills, become like a good video creator. This is what this is going to be mostly on, but also just be good with communications. That's really the only, the biggest requirement for a lot of this stuff. So number one, the first thing I think people think about, again, not talking about getting a degree or something like that is people think that you have, you like the only way to make it in the outdoor industry is you have to be either an influencer or a huge sponsored athlete. And I'm going to say right now that because of what happened during 2020 around in that, that area there, a brand new opportunity has came up for regular people just like me to just get into this outdoor industry space. And the, so the number one way that I want to talk about here is getting into what's called UGC content. UGC content stands for user generated content. And that's where about, I would say, if I had to say it was probably 75% of my income is, is based off of UGC content, working with brands. So what is UGC content? You've probably scrolled past it many times online without actually noticing it. And that's because UGC content, it looks super authentic. It's basically, it's almost think about like a testimonial coming from somebody that's using your product that really, really likes it. And so what these brands are doing is they're, they're looking for people that have experience with, let's say hydro flask here that, you know, somebody has been tagging them or whatever on Instagram. And so they'll reach out to, and they'll want you to create videos for them and their page. So it does not matter how many followers you have because you're not posting it on your page. It's simply, you're going to be give, you're going to give the deliverable to them for them to post on their own page. Now, why do they like this? The reason they like this is because it, it comes across as way more authentic. Instead of having someone that works for their company do an ad, 
a really professional ad. They're really looking for people that are just filming, filming how they like, how much they like their hydro flask with their, with their phone, not super edited. And so that's why I'm saying like, this is like a huge breakthrough for people that are trying to get into the outdoor industry because you don't already need to have a huge brand and you don't need to have any type of followers on social media. Really the biggest requirement is that you are able to create a video and that you're authentic and that you actually like a product. So that's what UGC is. If you are getting into the industry today, what I would say is the first thing that you need to do is you need to focus on trying to figure out how to get UGC deals with brands. What I always like to say too is now, and I talked a little bit about sponsored athletes and things like that. There's two ways to monetize on social media. Number one is with UGC. So that's essentially what I just talked about. You can think about this as this is your short-term cash flow. This is this is the thing that would make you this this would help you quit your job because you're getting the cash flow. Some of these deals can be from a thousand, two thousand dollars, and and what you really want to do is you want to make sure that you get these these clients. You want to blow them out of the water, and you want to make sure that you get them on retainer. A retainer simply means that you're you're going to be working with them on a month to month basis. So that way you don't have to be pitching brands every single every single week, every single month, because you need that income. Now, the second way to monetize on social media. So this is two out of the seven ways to get into the outdoor industry. The second way is obviously growing your own brand. Now, this would look just like growing your social media channels, your Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and things like that. But really mainly what I'm talking about, I guess it would be like your Instagram, because I think that's where most of these influencers are getting a lot of their deals. So you have UGC, you have your own brand. The problem with growing your own brand, as probably many people have experienced before, I'm going to shut this blind a little bit. This is like really bright on my eyes. Oh, that's so much better. The problem with this is that it takes people a long time to grow their brand. And it can be extremely, extremely frustrating when you're not getting any money in. And that's why I'm saying what I would start with is the UGC route. It gives you the short-term cash flow to quit your job, to make money, to keep that motivation going forward, while at the same time you can build your brand in the background. You never want to not build your brand because that's where gonna, you're going to get some of these influencer deals, some of the you know, free products, all of that type of stuff will come that route. And those can be super lucrative if you're able to grow your audience and grow your community. You're also going to be making a ton of connections. And as you grow your brand, it does get easier to get some of these UGC deals in the first place. So you never not want to grow your brand. It's just going to take a lot longer than trying to break into the UGC industry and trying to, to monetize that way. Now, number three would be YouTube AdSense. So I strongly recommend people to create a YouTube channel. YouTube is my favorite platform to create on probably just because I, I really like doing long form videos. Again, this is going to be kind of related to number two, where it's going to be kind of tough to grow your brand in the first place. I mean, I've been on YouTube now for three years and I still only have 40, 4,700 subscribers. And I, I just looked at my, at my total of when I, of how much I've made in about two and a half years of monetizing on YouTube. And it's been about $2,500. And that's, you know how much I'm on here. I'm doing lives, I'm doing shorts, I'm doing long form. My most lucrative video right now has grossed me $639. And that is my Colorado Trail documentary, which has 41,000 views. So 
one thing that you have to consider when you're doing a YouTube AdSense channel, especially around the outdoors, is that you have to be cognizant of what's called your RPM, which is revenue per milli. That means how much you're getting paid per 1,000 views. That's how you get paid. A lot of times when you're in the outdoor industry, it's going to be lower than if you were in the financial industry making videos about that or vice versa, which is kind of stucky, but is something that you just have to be aware of. If, if you if you like doing videos, you might as well post them still on your, on your YouTube channel. And you're also going to be growing another community on there as well. The other thing I really like about YouTube AdSense is that as opposed to the first two where you're growing your own brand, well, I guess it would kind of be in that, that umbrella, but especially with UGC, YouTube AdSense can be largely a passive way to make money. And what I mean by that is, you know, I uploaded this CT documentary two years ago and I'm making like, well, the last couple months that it's started to pick up steam again, I've made like a hundred bucks a month and I haven't been doing anything with it, if that makes sense. So it's just, once you put it up there, it can live forever and it becomes your library. And that's what I really, really like YouTube for because right now I'm, I'm doing minimal work on my YouTube channel besides uploading shorts every week and then the occasional live and, a, and then putting a podcast on there. But I'm making, and it's not a lot, it's like 260 bucks a month just off of that. But again, most of it's largely passive. And, and once you can kind of create that ball and once it starts rolling, then that can really pick up steam. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of creators that are just all in on YouTube, which for me would be very scary. And the reason why is because especially with the outdoor industry, your, your AdSense revenue is going to fluctuate, especially with the seasons. You got to think about not a lot of people are going to be watching my Colorado trail documentary in the winter. And that was very true. My ad revenue in the winter was like here that it was way down now, every single month since I think February, it's gone up and up and up. And that's just because of the seasonal nature of just being an outdoor creator. Pretty much. Now, number four is going to be podcasts with a lot of these two. What I'm doing is I'm, I'm like double and triple dipping. If I can't make a piece of content or if I, if I make a piece of content and it can only live on one place, I'm probably not going to make that piece of content. And here's why. Because once you start to leverage the power of all of the platforms synergistically, you are able to you know, 3x what you're going to be making on your money. Now, again, I'm, I'm not in that huge, huge phase of making a lot of money on YouTube or podcasts yet, but just the fact that you are getting paid will, will kind of help you. So you can select to run a podcast, and I would strongly recommend that because of two things. Number one, you can put it on your YouTube. So you can, so what I'll do with this is I'm going to put this as a live, but what I'm going to do is after it gets done uploading, I'm going to rip the audio and I'm going to throw it into my podcast. That's how I do that. So I'm going to be monetizing on two different platforms. Now with podcasts, I go through anchor and I, I like podcasts because I think it really grows a community well. And your podcast listeners are going to be among some of your most, your best followers or your best subscribers for the most part. The CPMs also on podcasts, I've seen are a lot better than they are on YouTube. I'm, it's like a $14 RPM on that. So you're getting paid $14 every 1000 views. Now, again, with all of this stuff, you got to remember that that's gross. That's not your net. You're going to be getting a lot of taxes taken out of this, especially depending on where you're living. Now, number five, probably people have probably heard of this one before. This is affiliates. Now, anybody can do this right off the bat. This is another maybe short-term thing that you could combine with doing UGC right off the bat. And what affiliates means is that you'll notice in a lot of my YouTube descriptions, I'll leave Amazon links. Now, this is for gear that I actually use. It's just that I sign up with what's called Amazon Associates. 
And so I'll get like a 2% kickback if someone clicks on the link and buys the certain product. It's at no extra charge to the folks that are buying it. It's just a, another way for Amazon to promote their gear, if that makes sense. So th that's probably the number one way to do it is signing up for an Amazon, Amazon affiliate. And then you can also, there's a couple other sites that you can go to with, which is called like a Avant link or impact radius. And then you can try and apply to some of these bigger outdoor brands like REI, Patagonia and things like that, where they can then accept you into it. And then you can, a lot of those ones are actually paying a lot better than Amazon. I mean, Amazon doesn't pay an exorbitant amount of money in their, in their associates program. You're getting like a 3% kickback on things. That's kind of the high end. So Avant link and the other ones now that would be another route to go. It's just a little bit harder to get in with them sometimes because you actually have, you actually have to apply. Whereas with Amazon, you just need to make three sales, I believe in 90 days. So that's another route. So affiliate marketing, this is something that can also be passive income, just like YouTube AdSense in the sense that when I leave these links on all these videos, once you again have a large library of videos, you could be getting a decent kickback from this stuff because people are constantly watching these, especially on YouTube. YouTube, again, is the best place for, in my opinion, at least for, for passive income and things like that. Number six, number six would be consulting. Let's say that somebody that li that's listening to this has 5,000 miles of trail experience, right? Well, you can use that experience to teach other people how to do a certain trail, how to prep for a certain trail, anything along those lines. And now this would be like a one-on-one -on -one type conversation with you, or you could take them out on a hike. It's basically you are being a mentor for them. For me personally, what I will consult on is social media strategy for either brands or like, and, and how they can best work with influencers or how people can try to, or just regular people just trying to grow their social media. And then also I have also consulted for ultra runs and stuff like that because, well, obviously I've done them. Now it's important that you are actually in the position, if you're going to consult that you've actually done the thing that you're going to be consulting about. I think that kind of goes without saying, but you know, there's always those gurus out there that you know, frankly, haven't done that. Now, seven would be to kind of take this a step further, the consulting route, and you could create an online course. Now, this is something that you could do very easily on something like a platform like Teachable. That's where I was on before. You could do it for free. You can have like 10 students on that and you can teach whatever it is that you're really good at. Maybe it's foraging. Maybe it is through hiking. So you can teach that you can create videos and then you can bring people in to, to guide them through that process. Now, this is not passive at first. Let me very clearly clarify that it's not passive at first, but once you start to get the ball rolling on a course and you can start selling it, then it could be another form of passive income. And if you think about it, a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about right now, I have a mix of passive for myself, passive and a mix of well, I guess non-passive income. So I'm I'm still working every single day for sure. But also if you can grow that passive income, you can maybe decrease some of that work that you have to do. And then it kind of just comes down to what is it that you want to be if you create your own business? Like, are you going to be a, there's kind of two spectrums to this. I watched a training on this once 
there's two spectrums. It's like, if you want to do your own job or if you, let's just say, if you want to get into the outdoor industry, do you, on one side, you can be an accomplishment entrepreneur. And on one side, you can be a lifestyle entrepreneur. A lot of people that are doing van life, things like that, they just want to be an entrepreneur just for the lifestyle, right? They don't really care how much money they're making. They just want to have the lifestyle of being able to travel and live wherever they want, as opposed to maybe an accomplishment entrepreneur that's really just trying to make as much money as they can or as they, yeah, as they can. And that's what's giving them their satisfaction. They don't really care about the lifestyle. They just like the business. And if I had to put myself on the spectrum of this, I would be probably three fourths of the way to the lifestyle entrepreneur. I am really, there's probably other ways that I could maybe make even more money than what I'm making right now, but you have to kind of decide on what is that number going to be for you? Because if you don't, you're just going to kind of, there, there is no ceiling because Oh, chat was disconnected. Oh, I hope I'm still going. There we go. Back on. And so there's really no ceiling to what you can make, which then can lead to a lot of burnout. And so I realized I was kind of heading towards that way. And so I kind of basically settled on a number. This is what I want to make a month. This is what I want to make a year. And I'm good with that. And as long as it can allow me to take off whenever I want to go and do something in the midweek, I don't want to be strapped to my desk. I want to be able to like tomorrow. I want to be able to, cause it was a crappy weekend of rain. Couldn't get an objective that I wanted to go to. So I think tomorrow, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to take off in the morning and I'm going to go do that. And I don't have to ask anybody. So that's, that's what I mean by lifestyle entrepreneur. And that's what I guess is more important to me now going on more with the course and things like that, or actually we'll go, actually we'll go into the next one, which is. Okay. So that was the seventh. Seventh was the course. And I kind of went on a little tangent there. So what happens on these lives, right? But then the eighth, which would be the bonus is going to be investments. Now I know you're probably like, wow, Chad, this is like not a money channel. Well, it's not, but at some point you need to realize, or I've realized that making a certain amount of money is going to help me afford the lifestyle that I want to do or want to attain or the freedom that I want. Really what I'm after is not money. It's, it's more of my, it's more freedom, right? So one thing that I do a lot is I am a big saver. I think as, as being a hiker through hiker and stuff like that, like you realize you don't need that much stuff to live. That's one of the things I've gained from through hiking. And besides gear, I, I mean, that's where all of my money goes. I feel like gear and, and gas, right? But for the most part, what I'm doing is I'm saving most of all of my income besides that I have to pay for rent and things like that. And it's going into two different places. And right now, both of these, well, three different places. One is a retirement account, obviously that I'm doing every month, but the number two and three are going to be, are, are something that's really super hot nowadays that wasn't hot to do, wasn't sexy to do three, four years ago. And that's because of what the economy is looking like right now. So number one would be a savings account, a regular run-of-the-mill savings account. When I first got my current savings account, it was at, I think, 1.5%, under 2% of interest. And right now it's at, it just went up to 3.8. So that's, I'm just parking some cash there. Now, the drawback to a savings account is that you are going to be taxed at the federal and state level at the end of the year when you draw that interest out. So what I've been doing to negate that is I've been purchasing what are called T-bills. Now, T-bills are government basically short-term bills that are under a year that you can buy that are giving you a five, right now it fluctuates every day, but right now it's about a 5.2% interest rate back on your cash. So if you have cash 
that's where I would encourage you to place it. And in, in terms of T-bills, they are not taxed at the state level. So you are able to get all of that money back from the state if you're living in a, in a high taxable state. So you're, you don't have to pay, you just have to pay federal tax at the end of the year. So you're getting a 5.2% risk-free return on your money that you're just parking there and you're not taxed at the state level. Sounds pretty dang good for, to me. So between savings account and T, like just what I had with the savings account before I transferred a lot of it to, to T-bills, I mean, I was making almost 300 bucks a month just off of that, just off of like the interest, right? Now, as you put it into T-bills, now you're making like 40%, 30% more depending on how, you know, if you factor in the percentage wise, but also the fact that you're not getting taxed at the state level. Now that's going up even more. T-bills are a little bit weird because you have to buy them at like a par value. So anyway, I'll leave a link to that treasurydirect.com. That's usually what I use. But so that's another way though, that you can make, well, really just passive income off of what you've already made. So it kind of just becomes this like positive feedback loop kind of becomes a snowball. At least that's what it looks like in my mind. Now, will I get into the market at some point? Yeah, I will in terms of like dividend, dividend, oh, dividend ETFs and all that, whatever. But right now with the fact that where the economy's at and that this is a risk-free return, that's kind of works the best for me. And thank you, Mike. I appreciate you, man. Glad everybody can hear me too, by the way. Sometimes I, I never know if my my speaker's working or my, my microphone. So. so yeah, I guess kind of what I mean by why I'm doing this is because I never thought that I could do all of this. I never thought, I always thought that I had to go back to college, I had to go back to college. I had, I always, I would always look at, you know, department of wildlife jobs and things like that. And you, they need, you need that college degree. And I was like, God, I don't want to go. Like I was in the criminal justice system at this time. I was like, dude, I felt so trapped. I was just like, I'm never going to get out of this thing because I need a college degree. I don't want to go back to college. I don't want to spend more money. Like, what am I going to do? And then finally, as I stumbled upon more media and I, I enjoyed doing videos and stuff, things kind of started falling into place. And now I would, I would argue that it's actually easier than when I got into it three, four years ago, because of the fact that you can monetize quicker on YouTube right now with YouTube shorts, you have UGC to make money in the short term. Back when I was doing it, it was just, you had to grow your own brand and UGC finally came as a result of like the pandemic and through, through that time. So right now would probably be the easiest time to, to get on that. And I, I did mention a course before, but I do have a course available too, by the way, if anybody wants to jump on that, if it's worth it to you to, you know, tr figure out how to learn how to do some of these UGC things and, you know, be able to eventually quit your job, live wherever you want to be and, you know, do what you want to do, have that time freedom, which I think is so much more important than money in my mind is, is just the time freedom. So I'll leave the link to my outdoor creator Academy course below, but I'm seeing more and more UGC creators pop up every day with, you know, it's like Chad Lubinsky UGC creator in their, in their name on Instagram or TikTok. So get on this fast. I think you're still in the gold rush period right now. So you're, you're still good with it, but that is a great resource for you, but I'll leave the other links down below. And if anybody has any questions that's on right now, let me know and I'll see if any, if I missed anything here. Don't think so. Let me know what you guys thought about this. I can do more of this if that's something that you're interested in. I know obviously this is an outdoor channel, but I know people that really are wanting to get out of their jobs. They want to live where they want to live. They want to be in the outdoor more, outdoors more. They don't want to work for five days a week just to be off for 48 hours on the weekend. So that's why I'm making this. So if it helps somebody, then it's all worth it. So, all right. Talk to you guys later.